Hey everyone, and welcome back to season two of Gals Getting Rich. Today we're going to talk about the side hustle experiment, the impact of working at side hustle for a year. I feel like a lot has happened in the last 12 weeks. Um, as many of you know, we are 12 weeks on, so you can expect a episode from us for the next 12 weeks, which is very exciting, and then 12 weeks off, so you get a nice little break from us, but be sure to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, and our Instagram handle is Gals Getting Rich. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of nice to be back after this 12-week break. I feel like I had so much I want to talk about. Butts and I, like, we hang out all the time. We're always talking. And whenever we would either do, like, a money move or save money, we'd be like, oh, that's our money move of the week. No, literally. Um, So we hope you all had many money moves throughout the last 12 weeks while we were away. I mean, honestly, a lot happened. We had a change in interest rates by the Fed. Lots of market movements happening. And then, of course, I know last season we were like Celsius fangirls, but unfortunately, a lot of that was backed by fraud. And so that was crazy times. Right now, they're doing a a whole thing where you can file a claim and see if they'll pay some money back. But um, those are the big highlights, I think, and lessons learned. Yeah. You have to go through one bankruptcy in your life, you know? It's just like a rite of passage. (laughs) I 100% agree. We just got it out of the way at a young age. That's all. Yeah, which is better. You'd rather get it out of the way now than later. So now we're, I feel like, you know, hopefully we've become smarter investors. (laughs) Yeah, but we still still have crypto and like Coinbase. Like we're not against crypto. Crypto is just like on a, you know, downturn right now. But I do think it will come back in the long run. Totally. Yeah. So we're not shy of crypto. Yes. Crypto is not what shy of. It was just the uh, it was just the platform. And hopefully there are other ways that you're using to to get into your wallets and to your crypto. But that all aside, today's episode is really interesting. We're going to be talking about Maeve's side hustle experiment where she got a side hustle and invested all her earnings from her side hustle for an entire year. The goal of this experiment was to see how big of an impact a side hustle really can have on your overall finances. Is it really that pivotal? Did it make a difference in Maeve's month-to-month finances? Is having a side hustle crucial to building financial independence? And the only way to tell was to actually get a side hustle and work it for an entire year to see. Maeve, can you start by telling us what was your side hustle? Yeah, of course. So I decided to do cat sitting on this app called Meowtel. I did do a bit of research before I picked my side hustle, I knew I wanted to do something that I would find somewhat enjoyable. I didn't just want to be like grinding um, day in, day out. But mostly it had to be relatively easy for me because I felt like my schedule was already rather tight to begin with. I landed on pet sitting because obviously pets are way better than children, in my opinion. Did not want to do babysitting. And I decided not to do Rover, which is the most popular pet sitting app, because I found that the rates on there tended to be lower than Meowtel. And it's the most popular pet sitting platform. And I felt like if I went for a smaller platform, I could really ride the wave and grow with the app. And Meowtel also has built-in insurance for the cat sitters and the cats. So if anything went wrong, I felt really comfortable beyond Meowtel. And Rover seemed like the market was really saturated in my area. There were just so many pet sitters on Rover in my area. So I felt like going on a smaller platform and growing with the app would be more advantageous. And most of all, my bread and butter really is cats, not dogs. So I opted for the cat-only pet sitting app. 
<laughs> That's really funny because one like slight caveat about Meowtow is I also apply it. However, I have never owned a pet and my experience with pets is quite limited. I, I would say I can do it, but um, Maeve is definitely the expert. But I did at one point apply for Meowtow and they said that their acceptance rate was like less than 10% of applicants. So, you know, I think it's worth trying, but they are truly the Harvard of cat sitters and Maeve is literally the number one cat sitter in our city so go Maeve yeah Yeah, that kind of happened on accident over time I did not intend for that to happen but it's been great I really do like cats and so it made this side hustle relatively easy for me and I think had it not been an easy side hustle I would not have kept up with it as much you know exactly you definitely need that barrier of entry to be low for whatever side hustle you take on I think Oh, the one thing that I really went through a lot was like, oh, I really like doing this thing, but then, or like, oh, should I do this thing and do it solely for making money? But I think kind of like how Maeve said, she really likes cats. She really likes doing this. And she was able to easily go, go to the clients, do this thing. And it brings her joy, right? So I think on one end, finding a side hustle is awesome. It's great. But the more pressure you put on yourself, the less enjoyable it becomes and the more likely you're you are to fall off from it. So definitely thinking about, okay, finding something that, hey, this is sustainable for me. And for me personally, like, I think I make money through like selling stuff off Poshmark or or random things on the side, but I wouldn't say I have a consistent side hustle. But I think that's one thing is like, a lot of times you don't want to put so much pressure on yourself. You just want to kind of figure it out, figure out what your passions are, what makes you happy. And then if it ends up turning into something that could potentially make you money, then that's awesome. Yeah, 100%. You know, like DoorDash is a great side hustle and it's great that you can pick your hours and you can decide how long you're going to do this and what days of the week you do this. And that makes that side hustle way more accessible. But when people have, let's say a side hustle of like working as a barista, you have a manager and you have set hours and it's harder to take days off, you know, so many other barriers to entry for it. Whereas picking one that's just more accessible and just easy to fit in your schedule makes it more sustainable in the long run. Okay, so Maeve, with me, I'll tell what kind of tasks were you required to do? So I was required to go to the residence of the cat. All this cat today did was in the client's home. It was never bringing the cat to my apartment. It was always there. So I was required to drive to their residence, take care of the cat, which is just food, water, litter box, and play with them. Some cats had medicine that I would have to give. Some cats had um, like herbal treatments or like um, cat pheromones that they wanted to be exposed to. Like there's a range of things, but mainly it was just take care of the cat. And then some homeowners would have me leave on like the porch light or bring in any packages, stuff like that. Oh, or... Like our one friend who had a bad cat sitter that was not Maeve. And that person, I think, didn't they leave the door open and the cats escaped? But luckily they found them. Yeah. But I feel like, Maeve, have you ever had any like horror story clients while doing any of this? No, I actually have not. And I think the reason is because I was on a smaller app that was just for cats. So all my clients were like dedicated and mature cat people. And they knew exactly what their cats needed. They had clear guidelines. They always had a copy of the key. I never had any problems with any of my clients. And I've had, I think, almost 40 clients at this point. Oh, wow. That's a lot. So 
how often were you booked? Like, what were your rates that you charged? I was always booked at least at least once a month. During the summertime, I was so much busier. I was booked almost every single day over the summer, which made it really great for making money. But um, I would say it varies. It's a, almost a seasonal job. Holidays are busy. Summer is busy when everyone's going on vacation. And then the in-between time, I would say I get one booking a month. And my bookings range from one day to two weeks long. I've had a whole range of bookings. Sometimes once a day I'm going over. Sometimes they have me come twice a day if the cats need medication morning and night. And my rates are $26 for a 20-minute visit, $38 for a 45-minute visit, and $60 for a 90-minute visit. And I do charge us um, 30% extra if it is a holiday. Oh, wow. Like I said before, I chose Meow Tell because I noticed that the minimum rates were higher than Rover. And Meow Tell does take a commission. The starting commission they take is 30%, which is a huge chunk. Um, but it does get lower over time. However, having a rate that's higher to begin with makes that 30% not hurt that much. I guess, would you say that that was demanding of your time? It sounds like you had a little bit of control over your schedule. Like, you probably could have blocked days off if you wanted. But, like, how did you manage that? Yeah, that was the number one most important thing to me was that I could control my schedule and there'd be no repercussions for me going on vacation. So the only repercussion of going on vacation is the opportunity cost of I could have gotten booking while I was gone. But Meowtel allows me to catch it as much or as little as I want. Their only requirement is that I log onto the app and update my availability once every 30 days. If I like don't catch it for six months straight, but I at least went on and updated my availability, that's fine. I can stay on the platform. Oh, wow. That's good to know. Um, and then let's talk about the costs of the side hustle. Were you reimbursed for guests to travel to the clients? How does that work? In terms of distance no actually so meow tell the rates are higher but what's built in is the cost of gas or transportation however you get to your clients for me on the app i made my radius nine mile radius around my apartment and my primary form of transportation was to drive to all my clients so if i had a client that was one mile away from me i would charge the same amount to them as i would charge to someone who's nine miles away from me so it was more advantageous for me to keep my radius smaller because I would keep more profit. But that's something that you do have to take into account is, you know, what your radius is going to be because you're going to have to pay more to get further away. And it takes more of your time. That was an opportunity cost having to commute. For sure. Okay, now that we've set the stage, let's talk about the actual experiment. So you did this for a year and invested all your money. Can you walk us through some of your financials? Yes. So the financials is the most interesting thing about all of this. Like I said, I charged, I think I said $20 for 20 minutes. So one visit a day, I felt like I was making good money. So I have all my numbers in an Excel sheet and I will be taking a screenshot and posting it on our Instagram, Gals Getting Rich. So you guys can see there as well while you're listening to this episode. So I had 38 bookings from September 1st, 2021 to August 31st, 2022. That is the year that I'm taking into account right here. That was my first year on the app. In that time, I made $3,148.07. So almost $3,200 in a year. Now, 
I invested all my money as I went throughout the year. So it wasn't that I did a lump sum investment of 3200 at the end of the year. Whenever I got a paycheck from Yaltel, I would just throw it in the market. And for background, I invested all this money into VT Sachs, which is a mutual fund from Vanguard that tracks the total stock market. Every time that I invested money into VT Sachs, I wrote down the value of VT Sachs for that day so that I could accurately track my cost basis. So throughout the year, I was able to amount a total of just over 30 shares of VT Sachs, which is really good. That's better than zero. Also, a side note, like I said, this is money I made from September 2021 to August 2022. I have made significantly more money in the past three months of Meowtal that I'm not including. In 2022 alone, I've made $4,200. And I think this is just due to I've built up a good rapport with a lot of clients. I have lots of five-star reviews and I'm getting way more traffic to my profile than I was at the very beginning. So while I have made almost $3,200 and been able to buy 30 shares of VT Sachs, unfortunately, because the market has been so rocky this past year, I've actually lost money, but it's okay because the market will come back around and it'll be positive in the long run. The value of my VT Sachs from Meowtel as of yesterday, which was November 21st, was just about $2,900. So I've lost about $300, but hey, I'm okay with that. It's invested and I'm here for the long run, like I said. No, I think that's awesome. I think it's really cool how you have that breakdown and I'm excited to see the Excel on our Instagram page. Yes, I love Excel and Google Sheets. I like cannot get out of Google Sheets. That is like my most frequented app on my phone. But the biggest part about this experiment was that I wanted to see what this money will grow to in the future. So 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now, what will this money be? Because what I really want to see is how big of an impact will this money have on my life in the future? Potentially, could this money pay for a semester of college for a future child of mine? Could it pay for a really awesome vacation like 10 years from now? Or could it be the down payment on a rental property 30 years from now, et cetera? Like that's what I really want to figure out. Because VT Sachs tracks the total stock market and the stock market returns on average 10% every year, I went ahead and threw these numbers into a compound interest calculator um, to see what $3,148.07 will be in those timeframes. So the breakdown we're all waiting for. In 10 years from now, at a 10% return compounded monthly, my money will grow to almost $8,500. And if we adjust for inflation in today's dollars, that will be about $6,300. 20 years from now, at a 10% return compounded monthly, my money will grow to $23,000. Adjusted for inflation, it will be um, almost $13,000. That's literally rent. That's rent money. I know. 30 years from now, at 10% return, it will grow to over $62,000. Adjusted for inflation, that would be almost $26,000. 40 years from now, at a 10% return, it will grow to almost $170,000. Adjusted for inflation, today's dollars, that's over $51,000. That means that 40 years from now, when I retire, I will have an extra $170,000 in my portfolio. No, and I think that's really cool because if you think about it, like, 
your te- 10 years, 20 years, 30 years with that return, I think it'll become interesting where it's like, it's you, you have this extra money, you're investing it. At what point are you too busy to pursue this side hustle, right? Like you mentioned using it for kids and things like that. Well, it's like, okay, but are you realistically going to have time to go cat sit while taking care of your own kid? Things like that. Mm-hmm. But that being said, like until that day comes, you have this extra money and I think that's super dope. Yeah, and I think it can definitely pay for a really cool vacation 10 years from now. And if I have kids, I think it can probably pay for a semester of college. Who knows where college tuition prices are going to go, but I would at least hope it could pay for room and board. So I really do think this is going to make a big impact on my future self. It doesn't seem like it, but a year of working an easy, sustainable side hustle is really going to make a big impact on my future self. Yeah, no, exactly. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing what we do. And that's a huge impact. Okay, so what's our conclusion? Was working a side hustle for a year to invest more money worth it? I think maybe it was. Like, if you had the time, you're using it wisely. And if it makes you happy and it's not stressing you out, I think it's absolutely worth it. And at the end of the day, like, that extra $4,000 this year, like, you can put it towards your fun expenses and you feel less bad and then you can save more of your actual income. There's a lot of ways you can look at it or how you want to break it down to make yourself feel better. But like any extra money is good. And if you're happy, even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was worth it, mainly due to the fact that Meowtel was not a stressful side hustle as well. Whenever I had like a morning Meowtel appointment, I would always just go right before work. And I work from home, so I was never, like, pressed to go into the office afterwards. And I would just, like, go over 20 minutes. I would read my book while I was there. You know, it was a easy, relaxing side hustle. And the fact that I brought in extra, you know, $3,200 $200 in a year, and it's even bringing in more money beyond that year, I think it's worth it. But it's only worth it because it wasn't a big burden in my life. If it had been a big burden, I don't think it would be worth it. Totally. And I think that that being said, I don't think anybody should put pressure on themselves to find a side hustle. I think if you have an idea and you think it works out, it works out and it's worth trying. And again, as long as there's low barriers to entry or low costs to enter this type of thing, go for it. I, I think there's no rush to find a side hustle. And honestly, having something you're passionate about and if it keeps you busy and even if it's not making you money, I think that's in its own way a side hustle because it's giving you joy. And for me, doing things like the podcast or Instagram, I know a lot of days that gives me joy, even though I don't necessarily make money from it. I kind of like to think of it as like, oh, like this is my side thing. And so, you know, if there was a world where I could get paid to do it, sure, I'd like it. But I think some of that charm actually comes from being able to offer this information for free and like keeping it accessible because that's why all of this is so important. And yeah, I think like side hustle culture comes with its pressures, but just remember you're doing great, sweetie. And we don't want to stress anyone out, but rather just encourage everyone. And hopefully this helps people draw inspiration of some side thing they could potentially make money from. Yeah. I think whatever, if you want a side hustle, take your time finding the right one for you. I wouldn't want to jump into just any side hustle and then crash and burn when you realize it's a much bigger commitment than you thought. I think it's just really good to find something that just finds a way to really mesh well with your life. Whether that's like if you are a teacher and you can make extra money by grading papers for an online school, that'd be a great way to just make extra money because you're already grading anyway. In order to take on the task of grading papers meshes well with your current lifestyle, 
because you're already doing this and you already have the skills for it. But my ultimate conclusion is just whatever side hustle you decide to pursue, it has to be sustainable. Totally. And with that being said, before we get into our money moves, Maeve, do you think you'll keep cat sitting on Meowtel? Yeah, I do. I thought about that if it ever becomes too busy for me, I might turn off accepting new clients and I might just go with my past clientele being able to rebook me. But my first year, I spent a lot of it just building up my rapport and getting new clientele, etc. And now I have like really ridden the wave of Meowtel and I feel like I've grown with the platform and I have so much potential ahead of me. So I don't want to quit. I think it's just been an easy, great side hustle, helping me get out of the house and meet new people. And I think my second year will be way more lucrative than my first year. But if I ever have like kids or I get another side hustle or something happens in my life, I may pull out of Meowtel. But for now, it's a great thing. I really like the app. Wow. You really are a cat lady with many talents. I think that's it. That's all I had for today, unless maybe you had anything else. I think we can go into our money moves. Yeah, do you want to start us off? I feel like I texted you a money move, and now I literally can't remember what it was. We did get our bonuses and paychecks this week, so that is exciting. Um, I will say after tax and after the contributions to 401k and ESPP, it feels like not a lot, but feels nice to have a little bit of extra pocket change for the holidays, especially right before Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. My money move, just like along the same lines as yours, we just got our bonuses, which is the most exciting time of the year. And I I mean, both Vesa and I are all about saving and investing our money. So that's not a question. But I decided to actually open up another high yield savings account. I opened up mine. um, Yeah. Um, Wait, so you opened up another one? Because right now I have one with Discover. Yeah, and now I have two. I have one with Capital One, and I just opened one with Goldman Sachs. Oh, wow. So were they giving a bonus or something? They were. So I got 4% APY for the first three months, and then it will go down to 3% after that. Oh, wow. Okay, wait, you're kind of convincing me to maybe move my money over. That's awesome. So I still have money in my Capital One. The Mm -hmm. idea of this Goldman Sachs one was I wanted – an emergency fund that was further away from my checkings account because right now whenever I buy a flight I actually take it out of my emergency fund which is like a huge no-no I will go back mm-hmm. and replenish my emergency fund but I'm like I need to get one that's further away so I'm going to move most of my money in capital one to Goldman Sachs and then I'm going to use capital one how you'll savings account more like a rainy day fund for when I need to save up for a flight I'll just put extra money in there I just needed to get my emergency fund further away from me, make it less accessible. Totally, totally fair. Yeah. That's awesome though. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. That's my money move. Um, I feel like I have so many, like I have a backlog of money moves from our 12 weeks off, but. I definitely yeah. do. And then it's like you ask me and then I can't remember <laughs> the, on the spot. With that being said, thank you everyone for listening to us today. We are so excited to be back for season two and we're excited to keep producing a bunch of episodes so don't forget like comment subscribe rate us give us that feedback and and follow us on instagram we we really appreciate and love your feedback yeah we really do thank you everyone for listening to today's episode and we will see you guys next week bye bye